So who do we have here as our first guest? Well, 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 well. Well, we well, have, well, well, well. Let me let me introduce a very I like uh, you put four whales on that. I like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. A very talented writer. Um I first met her through uh, Charles Curtis Blackwell. Um, I was uh, in the midst of writing and publishing a book, uh, Heritage, and she wrote a short story that was just amazing. So I, I had to definitely have her out. Now she has her own series of books, or her own book that she's promoting. Um, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me tell you a little bit about her. Jerry Spencer Hunter is a native Iowan and a graduate from the University of Iowa College of Nursing. Her writers have her writings have been published in numerous anthologies, and her debut novel, Polka Dots, was published in 1998. She is a wife, mother, grandmother, and great-grandmother, a retired public health nurse. She lives here in Sacramento, California, with her husband, Hunter, a retired man, uh, mechanical engineer. Ladies and gentlemen, Jerry Spencer Hunter. Hey. Thank you. Hey. Yes, that's very exciting. Welcome. We, we'd like to welcome you. We've been trying to have you. It's, it's probably been like six months or so. Yes. That I've, I've asked for you to come, and finally, it has happened. It's happened, and thank you very much. I'm very pleased to be here. All right. This is an interesting. I've not done a podcast before. So well, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, interesting. this is an idea that came up from a... Uh, our friend right here, uh, Lawrence Dinkins, uh, <laughs> and he gathered everybody together. He was like, hey, I got an idea. Let's do a podcast. And we was like, okay, how do we do it? What do we do? And he said, I got the equipment. And we we got together and we came up with some ideas and we wanted to focus on Sacramento. You know, Fantastic. what's the, uh, the things that are happening here in Sacramento mm -hmm. for African-Americans? So we let's talk about you. How long have you been writing? Uh, I started writing in the late eighties. Okay. I uh, I've, I've always been a reader. I mean, and I, I still read two and three books. I'm reading two and three books oh, wow. at one time, but I never thought about writing. You know, and and everybody has a story, of course. Right. Uh, but I never really thought about writing until we moved south, and I couldn't find a job. Okay. So, <laughs> well, they had a, they had a freeze on public health, so. So, so you, when you say move south, you, are you talking south of Iowa? Or no, I'm talking Southern California. Southern, okay. Southern okay. California. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because we still the south. Yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> but no, I'm talking Southern California. We moved out there. My husband took a job. Oh. And. Uh, they had a freeze on public health, okay. on, on hiring on public health. So oh. I was looking around for a job, couldn't find one. So I thought I need to be doing something. So I took a creative writing class. Okay. okay. And that's kind of what got me started. Wow. Because we had to keep a journal. And if you've ever kept a journal, it's a, it's a task. It is. It's, 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 it's very much a yeah, task. It's yeah, it's very much task-oriented. It was to me when uh -huh. I first started. But, you know, she had we had to write in it every day. She didn't care what we wrote as long as we wrote every day, every day. Because writing is like anything else. Right. The more you do it, the better, better you, you get. supposedly get at right. it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I got started. Okay, so what are some of your favorite books? Oh, my. I have so many of them. In fact, I've got a list of them that I brought along because I have so many. And it keeps changing. I keep adding okay, to okay. it. Okay, <laughs> uh, okay. I'm, I'm now reading um, Toni Morrison's new book called Children of God, uh, God's, God Help the Children. Okay. And it's real different for her because it's actually written in now time instead of, you know, instead of she usually is kind of historical. But I'm reading that now. Uh 
I've read so many. Let me just give you a list of some. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you got a list of books that you've read? I do. Well, oh, I had this cool. started because I was doing something else, and um, I had it kind of as a handout for people. Kind of like a reading list? Yeah. Well, not necessarily a reading list, but just some of the books that I liked. Okay. Kind of like your top 20, right? <laughs> <laughs> and some of them you probably never heard of, but... Um, the Temple of My Familiar by Alice Walker. It's an old book. Nah. Fantastic story. The Women of Brewster Place. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Gloria yes. Naylor. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> Tomorrow They Will Kiss. Says This is uh, Eduardo Santiago. I've gotten into a lot of uh, people, other authors of colors okay. books. Uh, Tumbling by Diane McKinney Whitstone. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Mother Rose read that one. Because okay. uh, I'm, I'm, I'm drawing a blank on all these. <laughs> I uh, feel really the illiterate. Per, the first novel that uh, David Coben wrote, Brown Sky. Oh, okay. So it was yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. A Place at the Table, Love, Toni Morrison, uh, Smelling Herself, Terrace McMahon Grimes. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, Girl on the Train, Paula Hawkins. There's so many of them, I, I can't go through all of them. But, okay. Because I, I like all kinds of, of stories. You know, I like fiction, nonfiction. So what got you into reading? Well, how, how did you become such a big reader? I've been reading since I was a little one. But but how did, I mean, did somebody impress that on you? Did your mom, your grandma? Your... Well, probably, but I just don't remember that because mm-hmm. it, it was always a part of me. Okay. Yeah, so reading was always right. a part of oh, me. So you came out the womb reading. Huh? Um, well, no, but. <laughs> <laughs> I don't you're think like, so, Lord, so. You're like, I hate that book. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm the youngest of um of 11 children. Okay. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So Are you I, the middle or the... Or I'm the, the youngest. Oh, oh, you said the youngest. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I'm yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you're the youngest of 11. Oh, my God. Yeah. So you're the baby. Yeah. Oh. So that, you know, I had all those siblings that were into things. And I'm, I'm sure that's, you know, as I say, I really don't remember how I got into reading, but I, I've been reading forever. So... Okay. Yeah. Oh wow! And I've always read. I've always read two or three. I'm always reading two or three books. So as a, a time. as a kid, what was your what what was the mo- the book that stood out to you as a kid? Because I know I have I have a favorite book that really tackled you know that woke me up um, as a reader. But what what was the what was the one that that did it for you? Uh now, Lawrence, you have to remember, I'm 80 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so going back to okay. childhood. I mean, a teenager or whatever, you know, but a book that, that really hits you, that hit home to you. It could be the, the color purple, whatever it was, but is, yeah, there, the color, is, there, is there a book that like, oh my God, you know, uh, this is what not, not really. literacy is all about. This yeah, is what, not um, really. I, I really oh. can't pinpoint one book that oh, really okay. got me into Okay, into so you kind of a, yeah, you yeah, 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 just you equal know. opportunity reader. You, yeah, I mean, I, my, I I have a lot of interests, so okay. Uh, I'll pick so up. So, do a you book like science fiction, or, or you? Like... I do like science fiction. Okay. I like I like I like most genres. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah you all over. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I can't write. I mean, I don't write science fiction, uh-huh. but I like it, okay. and I don't read it a whole lot. But okay. but I like most genres: okay. mystery, cool. romance, oh, wow. history. So non-fiction, that, that is a, fiction. Wow, such so, a big so, reader. So, so your first book was called Polka Dots. Yes. Okay, what was that book about, and what and how was the process of writing it? Was it hard? Uh, did you start out with, like, a storyline, or what was your process? Uh, it, uh, my first book was Polka Dots, and it was a relation book. It was about uh, a woman that was a writer, uh-huh. and— uh, 
she had she got published and she was married and she happily married, but she kind of fell into this relationship with her publisher. Okay. And he was much younger and he was a white. Just to put a little, you know, put a little tension in right, there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little jungle fever in there. <laughs> but it was like, you know, people, I think we, when we meet our mate, you know, we mm. marry, we don't know who we're going to meet down the right. line. Mm, right. So I, I, in my head, it was like, you know, you meet people, you're attracted to somebody, you don't necessarily act on that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you have attractions, even though you're you're married, you're happily married yeah, to your spouse. Yeah. You can't, you're not uh, dead, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that's what polka dots was about. But instead of her, you know, they kind of acted on their impulse. Mm-hmm. And it, so the book is about the results of, you know, because we, when we do our behaviors, there's always consequences. Yeah. Yeah. And not just to us, for everybody, you know, that surrounds us. So, so, so what was it that made you decide to say, I'm going to write a book? I think after I did the creative writing class, I had a very good teacher. Okay. It was in Riverside, California. She was very good. And she told me, she said, you know, I think I'm going to see your name in print one day. And I mm. thought, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even write a paragraph. On it. <laughs> but uh, she really she really encouraged her students. Mm. So that kind of got me. You know, I thought, well, maybe, maybe you know, who knows? Mm. Uh, and then when I came back to, to uh, Sacramento, I got into critique groups. And which is very helpful, you know, other writers and they, they were writing stuff. And I thought, you know, I can, I, let me try this. Okay. But it, then I found out it wasn't easy. <laughs> right, right, right. And the process, the process is you start, you get my process. Uh-huh. I get a, an idea in my head and I should outline it, but I don't. I don't work with outlines, and I think I think I should because it would probably progress quicker. You know my thought process, right, but right. <laughs> but I get the idea in my head. I start writing it, and as the story goes along, you're constantly changing it. Right. And that's the that's the one thing I really had to learn when I started writing is that because I would write a paragraph, and I'd read it. And I'd change, change it every it, time yeah. you re- every time you read it. You <laughs> right, right, right. And that's still that's still the yeah. way today it is. Right. Because yeah. I look at my book yeah, now and like, I thought, oh, I really yeah, I yeah. pick it up. I thought, oh, I wish I could. Change <laughs> right, 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 right. And, and you, you're stuck yeah. on that first yeah, page. You know, it's like yeah. you never move yeah. past that. Yeah, first page. you never get past that. Right. So, so I finally learned that just go ahead and write. Put it down, and then go back and look at it because you're always going to change it. Right. Yeah. And so. So are you one of those writers where your characters take over? Take yes. over your. They tend to. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And I thought they that was. Alive. I thought that was so. When I heard writers say that, I thought, "How can that be? You're mm-hmm. writing the story, but it's really true. You know, yeah. they kind of, oh. kind of take you where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you? Um, and I think you know, writers sometimes have to. Do you go into these writer blocks? And if you do, how long will it take you to snap up out of them? I don't really. I don't really think so. When when I'm kind of stuck, I start another story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I'm I'm writing more than one story at one time, because if I I'm writing on one story and I kind of get stuck there, then I'll start another story, 
and start writing on that. Or sometimes I'll just write, you know, on the story that I'm stuck on. I'll just start writing, and it doesn't it doesn't have to make sense. But I'll just start writing something about the characters, and eventually, you know, the ideas will come where I want it to mm-hmm. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but I'm always writing two or three stories at one time. Oh wow! So yeah. are you a, are you are you a short story writer? Do you like writing short stories? I do write short stories. Okay. Uh-huh. Right. We I belong to Zyka, which is a creative writing mm-hmm. group here in Sacramento. And what we do, what we used to do, is we would pick. We first we started with with letter with numbers. And you could just write anything you wanted, you know, like from the net. But it always had to start with, you always had to have the number in there somewhere. And it was really interesting because it really helped creatively because your mind could go right. all it's kinds a writing of ways. They give you a prompt. Yeah. And, like, okay. and it also was interesting to see um, the different things that came out mm-hmm. of this one number or phrase or, right. pair, you know, all the different stories that came out of it. It was amazing. Yeah. 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 Sounds like a good group to be a part of. Yeah. yeah. How many books have you authored so far? Um, the summer of my 15th year is my second novel. Okay. Yeah. Polka Dots was my first. It was published in 1998 by Wijiji Press. Uh, I've been in a lot of anthologies. Zyka has mm. two anthologies out, coming out with the third one. And I'm in there. So I've been in a lot of anthologies. Mm. Actually, uh, anthologies are a good way to get started writing, yeah. I think, mm. you know, when they call for submission for for different kinds of anthologies. I usually try to submit something, whether it's taken, so you do know. So do you get paid if you get picked, or is no. there like a pay? Okay. No, you usually get a book. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, hey, I might want to submit to something. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Summer of, of My 15th Year yes. is your new book. Yes. Uh, it was just released. Uh, it was one, released in December of in 15, December. Okay. 2015. And, okay. and it is published by... Blue Now, uh, Blue Press. now which okay. is press, which Dr. is Dr. Coven. Uh, yes. 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 So let's talk about that book. What is the book about? Well, the book is about the Netter family. And um, I can kind of just read a little bit here and mm-hmm. read a little bit from the book. But I'll tell you, I'll give you a little short synopsis first. Okay. The summer of my 15th year is about the Netter family. Mama, Papa, Big Brother Charleston, Charlie, older sister Rebecca, Becca, and the youngest member, Etta. They live in a small Iowa town where nothing much happens and everybody knows everybody else. Papa sells insurance. Mama is a housewife, but sometimes sells for the rich white women on Main Street. Charlie attends a small southern college. Becca just graduated from high school, and Etta is turning 15. It's summer, 1937. The depression is slowly easing, and Charlie is finally coming home. Everybody's excited, especially Papa, who dotes on his only son. In Papa's eyes, Charlie can do no wrong. Charlie, on the other hand, is in no hurry to return to the small, mostly white town of his growing up years. He likes living in the South. It's music, parties, pretty girls, having his freedom. He always has some flimsy excuse for staying, even during the summers. Papa's finally tired of his excuses, insists it's time for him to come home. So Charlie packs his bags and his trumpet and goes back to a place he knows hasn't changed. A summer he knows will be full of boredom, and a family he figures is also unchanged. The surprise is Etta. The summer of my 15th year is her story. Oh, oh wow. Yeah. So I'll just read the prologue. <laughs> <laughs> and this is Etta is now... 
when the when the book first starts, it is like eighty six, and she's telling her story. Oh, okay. She's she's recording. Her friend has this young friend that she's known, practically raised, keeps telling her she needs to tell her history. You know, she lived a long life. She needs to tell her history, and she's kind of reluctant to do that because she knows that. History is history. You can't change it, you know, and, or delete all the parts that are ugly or so. But she finally decides to, to do it. So. Okay, okay. Prologue. I ease into my favorite chair and stare at the intimidating little machine on my Formica table. It's tiny and rigid and cold. How can it possibly hold all the memories crowding my mind? They're flipping through my thoughts so fast I can hardly keep up with them. How could that little box allow them to run and play, laugh and cry, fuss and fight and love like memories do? But I I promised Francesca I would talk into this gadget that's so foreign to me. And I will, Francesca, I will. But first, I have to get a handle on my memories. My 86 years keep getting in the way of my telling. Like the big white house with this wraparound front porch where I was born and raised and still live, where Becca and Charlie and me recklessly pushed each other in the swing that hung from its wood ceiling back and forth, back and forth, until Mama yelled stop. How we acted like we hadn't heard and pushed even harder. Where we argued over marbles, the color of the rainbow, the size of peas and grapes and baby onions, and Charlie bullying Becca and me for the biggest and the prettiest before shooting them in all directions over over its warm floor. Becca and I shouting, they're outside the circle, and Charlie ignoring us. Where on hot summer days we munched on Mama's ginger snap cookies and gulped cold lemonade from shiny tin cups, scooping out the uneven ice chunks with our fingers, our bare feet sticky from the dripping liquid. Like Papa, our Papa, tall and big and light-skinned, with fuzzy, sandy-colored hair, he was smart and talkative and outgoing, religious. He seldom drank and never smoked, was a deacon in the church. I remember falling asleep in his lap at Sunday services that seemed to last days instead of hours. I remember him walking us to church on cold winter nights to practice for our Christmas program. I remember him and Mama teaching us our pieces. I remember sitting in the back seat of his old Ford car, squeezed between Becca and Charlie, fidgeting for more space. Becca fidgeting, too, and Charlie teasing me. I remember Papa scolding Charlie and Charlie bumping my shoulder hard as payback. And Mama, pretty, pretty Mama, with her cocoa brown skin, huge brown eyes, thick, long, kinky hair, and ready smile. Her voice was soft and gentle until Charlie or Becca or I got out of hand, misbehaved, tried to show off. Then it was loud and harsh and threatening, surprising us, always surprising us. I remember how smart Mama was and how talented. She could sew clothes, all kinds of clothes, that looked better than those sewed at Sears or J.C. Penney's. I remember Becca and me standing like statues to avoid the pinpricks and Charlie grumbling about wearing homemade clothes. I remember her her hair pressing, and me trying not to cry when the hot iron got too close, and her whispering sorry with tears in her voice. I remember Becca laughing until it was her turn. And Charleston, I called him Charlie. He was the oldest and the only boy, Papa's favorite. Charlie could do no wrong, and whatever Charlie asked for, he usually got. Becca and I were jealous of Charlie. Charlie was cute and looked like Papa. He was pampered, arrogant, egotistical, and spoiled, but he was also funny and smart and bossy. When we played hide-and-seek, he was always the seeker. Becca and I knew he was cheating, didn't really have his eyes closed, because he found us too easily. He could draw perfect chalk 
boxes for hopscotch, and when we played, he never missed a square. On winter days, he pushed our sleds down the small hills, hopping on the back for the ride down. He took us to and from school, walking so fast Becca and I could hardly keep up, laughed and teased us for being scared by the weekly radio mystery series, The Shadow, and Rebecca. Pretty lonely Rebecca, who I called Becca. She was moody and private and smart, smarter than Charlie, aloof. She didn't always act like a big sister, sometimes treated me like a nobody, like we were enemies instead of siblings. But sometimes, sometimes she acted like we were best friends. We had tea parties with our dolls, dressed up in mama's old clothes and shoes, tried to play duets on the piano. We giggled over girly stuff and fussed over nonsense. She helped me with my numbers, my letters, taught me to tie my shoes, and read to me for hours. Memories. I shake my head to clear my thoughts. I can't possibly tell them all, don't want to tell them all. So I decide to just stick to the ones that had the most impact. I push play on the strange little machine that I don't completely trust yet and start my telling. Uh-huh. The summer of my first year. <laughs> so how long did it take for you to write that? I don't know. It was probably, because as I say, I'm writing two and three Worked on two and three uh, manuscripts at one time, uh-huh. so I'm sure it was over a year. Because I, I wrote it, and then there were parts of it that I had really had trouble sharing uh-huh. once I got into the story, and I had to get past that. But uh, so I'm sure it was probably a year, over a year. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So yeah. Where, where can uh, people pick up the book at? They can get the book at Underground Books. Okay, all right. Uh, they can also get it on Amazon.com. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so how much is the book? $15. $15. And yeah. is, is Polka Dots also available? Uh not through the bookstores, but I, if people are interested, I have some in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so does the book have some sexy, sexy scenes in it? Or? Yeah. Okay. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I might have to buy that. <laughs> she like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, she's got one. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's the polka dot book. Polka dot. Okay. So you can get it here. So let's hear it. Let's hear underground. Yeah. <laughs> we got yeah, both books. We got the underground yeah, and the uh, yeah. Yeah. Two books, yeah, yeah, two books. So, um, yeah, that's awesome. So, are, are you, a, are you, a, um, are you a country girl or are you a city girl growing up? Well, I certainly wasn't city because it was a small town. Okay, but we didn't. It wasn't rural. Okay. I mean, it was just a small, a small town, Iowa girl. town. Yeah, where every, as I say, where everybody knew everybody else. But um, yeah. you know, it was, it was very, very few blacks in the town. So. Blacks really, every black knew each each other. You know? Oh, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so uh, how did your family arrive in Iowa? Uh, they were from the South. Okay. Uh, they were from Alabama. Okay. And they were farmers down there. Oh, okay. And, but they, <laughs> the, the, um, Bill Weevils got into their crops, so they, it was really, you know, they were really having yeah. a hard time. So they started migrating north. And I don't know how they thought, how they learned about Iowa, but they knew that Iowa had farms. Okay. So they, so they migrated up to Iowa, but when they got to Iowa, their farms were so much bigger, you know, and, and of course the crops were different too, right, but the, right. the, the farms were so much bigger than what they had in the South until most of them that migrated up, uh, they didn't, they didn't farm. I mean, they found other, other jobs, other work. Which yeah. city were you? Were you uh, close to Des Moines? Or? Yeah, close okay. to Des Moines. Yeah. Des Moines was about 55 okay. miles. 
Des Moines, Ames. Ames. Mm-hmm. Okay. Iowa City, where I went to school. Mm-hmm. Right, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Jerry Spencer Hunter. Yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah, I enjoyed thank this. you. <laughs> thank you. That was awesome. Oh, that was great. That was great. Yeah, thank so you. Invite me back. <laughs> <laughs> Write another book. <laughs> Are you publishing? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and we will definitely invite you back. Okay? Uh, are you working on any other books? Oh, yeah. Okay. 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 I've got one. Uh, I've got one about depression. I tend to write about things that people don't really want to talk about, well, you okay. know, and depression okay. is one of the things in the black community yes. that we don't want to yes. talk about. Yes. Yes. But, true. you know, we have it, and it's okay to have it. Yeah. But mm. it's not okay not to do something about it. Yeah. Okay. So, And That's I'm true. writing a book about, well, the, the depression book is called the Lunch at Nine. Okay. Mm-hmm. okay. And I got that title. I was, I was doing my grocery shopping, and I go early. I, I do everything early because I'm a kind of a morning person. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was there as soon as the store how early? opened. Wait a minute, how early? <laughs> like 6.30. Oh. <laughs> well, at least it's not 4. <laughs> no, not that early. <laughs> we waking up like, woman, get back to bed. <laughs> Just but, be doing housework and stuff, opening window shades. <laughs> but I do, I do start early. Uh, but, but, you know, the, the night people were still there because I, I go so early. I went as soon as the store opened. Open and everybody knew me and we'd right, talk right, and carry. Yeah. So the one guy was saying, you know, he says, Oh, I'm gonna have uh he was looking at his watch and I he, he says, Oh, it's about my lunchtime. He said, I have lunch at nine. Uh, and I thought, ah, what a good title. Yeah, yeah. yeah so great. I stole the title, but I didn't know what I was gonna do with it. Mm. Oh, and so you just put it on the shelf and yeah. came yeah. yeah, something that matched that. Yeah, yeah. and then I then I thought about the story when I was writing my story about depression, I thought, hmm. I'll put it at lunch at nine fits this yeah, because okay. depression whacks you out. Right, you know, right. You're all off schedule, schedule and everything. Yeah, the clock yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's why I got the title. And then I'm, I am working on one about seniors. Actually, I've got it finished because I think seniors, people don't write about them either much. That's true. You know? That's true. It's not, much of a, I know it's not much of a seller because people, yeah. 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 But yeah, I mean, considering the growing senior population, population. you think that more people would put dip? Yeah, you, know, you would. That. Yeah. And yeah. now since I've Claim I finally decided I am a senior. <laughs> but it's, hard to I know. That was a hard one, wasn't it? It's hard. This, I'm telling you, this past birthday was a hard one. <laughs> but it's called uh, Strokes, Heart Attacks, and Murder. Okay. Oh, you said Strokes, Heart Attacks, and Murder. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, it's a mystery. Yeah, I was yeah. going to say, is that a mystery? Okay. Yeah. Oh, it's a senior, a senior mystery. Yeah. Oh, very cool. Uh-huh. And yeah. then I'm writing, I'm working. Working on one for public health because that was quite public health is a whole nother world, mm-hmm. and it's called where angels fear. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah. All right. So whenever I get them published, yeah, yeah, yeah you're welcome. Yeah. You're definitely. Yeah, I love, you. I love mysteries. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I love mysteries. Well, thank you once again. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you.